The QPR podcast is sponsored by Florally Yours. Based outside Harrow-on-the-Hill train station and run by Kerry, a QPR fan, they can supply everything you need in the way of fresh flowers and plants for every occasion. QPR, QPR, Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the QPR podcast. I am David Fraser. Um, it's the same four of us who did it last week. Um, different night of the week, though. We usually do it on a Monday, and you will have noticed, if you subscribe, that the podcast didn't land on your iPhone or other phones are available on Tuesday, didn't land on Wednesday, because we are two days late this week. Gabe, engineer, would you care to shed any light on why we're late? Because um, I missed my flight back from Copenhagen. It's all Motorola's fault. I think we just say unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> unforeseen don't circumstances. Um, so we're all gathered here on Wednesday to do I'm da- As I've said, David Fraser joined by Paul Finney. All right. Chris Charles. Hello. And Chris Mendes. Hello. And Gabe, the engineer. Slightly red, sheepish. But we're here. Um, um, that we got it on the road, as they say. Right, before we go on to anything else, um, if you're new to the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter, at QPRpod. You can hear all our old episodes at qprpod.co.uk or find us on Facebook, uh, search for the new QPR podcast. Paul, you're looking quite glum today. Am I? Yeah. Oh, no, I've just been working. Sorry. I'm not glum. I'm, I'm always so, so miserable and pessimistic that perhaps that's my persona's changed to Mr... M- no, I'm not glum. I'm quite happy, actually. I've, I'm, okay, sorry about that. That's all right. I, well, I, I would change my face, but it's only one I've got. Well, there's quite a lot to go through. Quite a lot's happened in the last week. And actually, Gabe, maybe you missing that flight from Copenhagen was a blessing in disguise because we wouldn't have been able to talk about Connor Washington. A lot has happened, yeah. Which is one of the things that has happened since Monday. There's Connor Washington to talk about. There's Charlie Austin to talk about. There's general club January transfer window. There's Joey Barton. Why, what's he said now? Has he said something? He's come out and said that basically... Um, it wasn't his fault. He was in a very poor QPR side, and he was actually... What wasn't his fault? Us getting really good at stuff, and... Well, it's, nothing's ever his fault, is no. it? It's always someone else. Everyone else is an idiot apart from him. <laughs> that's Joey sorted, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, what was he? Who, who was saying it was his fault? Did he well, that's one of the things it's kind of like we said, is, but he, he always said he came... Well, I, I, I just said on Twitter, I hope he does a Burnley podcast and talks about us for an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because that would be, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I seem to remember we were doing a podcast when we, we learned an awful lot about Newcastle that night. You yeah, are referring right. to our episode where Joey Barton came into the studio mm-hmm. in 2011. Uh, he came in for two hours, if for anyone Isn't that, that hasn't listened to it. 2011. Lord, he came in for two... <laughs> God, that's five years ago now. Yeah. Four and a half. He came in for two hours, and it was a brilliant it was podcast. Great. He, he? He it was, was really good, but he, he did talk about Newcastle for a long time. He came with an agenda. He was calling um, Mike Ashley the Ayatollah, as I seem mm. to remember. Mm. And I get a couple of times I said, anyway, back to QBR. No, I want to get this off my chest. It was like, whoa. Okay. So anybody that does want to listen to that, there, if you, there's an archive that's hosted on Indiar's site. Cool. I think UK. if you go on indiars.co.uk and you scroll 
down to our little channel underneath there it says archive and if you go to our first season which was 2011-2012 wow. I think it's called the Joey Barton special the so if you want to listen to it go and listen to it the silver lining about the Charlie Austin transfer is that we don't have to uh, read all those tweets from Newcastle fans anymore begging him to join them <laughs> so <laughs> where shall we start should we start I'll tell you what they must took that badly eh <laughs> sorry go on where should we start uh, shall I uh, maybe I'll say a sentence I don't think I've ever said before should we start at Rotherham <laughs> <laughs> Rather, yeah, it was fine. I mean, first half, they, they absolutely... I mean, if you looked at the stats, I, I, I didn't look at the stats, so I don't know, but <laughs> they must have been pretty bad because they hit the post and they, they put us under a lot of pressure and we nearly buckled a few times and we thought, OK, this is going to be another whip for a win. Get a draw, second half, start it on fire. Absolutely keen them. It was, it was interesting. What, go on. Quite ironic that like three or four hours after selling Charles Austin, we score three goals in one half. Mm. <laughs> Having it was failed kind of, to score the, many goals at all. We beat like Rotherham 7 2 this like, season. Yeah, even, exactly. Yeah, I get to some really curtain league matches, but I hear what you said. But the funny thing is. <laughs> all right, they're not two legs. Uh, no. I'll just make sure. Thank you. But what was funny was that the Rangers fans on Saturday were going through the whole A to Z of QPR players because it, I, I don't know why. But it was just like, you know, it started Kevin Gallon's magic hat. And then just like everyone was just getting like um, Shitsu song was coming out again. And it's just almost like agent, they, did, they didn't want to sing the current players' names. And um, hopefully on Saturday we can go back to um, singing some new songs about the players we got. That's happened a few times in the past though, hasn't it? I mean, it, it's, it's almost like a, sometimes that happens when everyone's in a good mood. Like it's like the party spirit. Mm. And, you know. There's nothing wrong with but, it. It was yeah. really weird. Someone said to me, Jesus Christ, and he started singing the Steve Wicks song. <laughs> you know, he's going, let's that go way back, the, way back. You know, that is one of the best songs ever. And then like. someone behind that was going, sod that, let's start with Rodney. Um, so, you know, <laughs> if it was going to be then the That one for George Goddard, do you think? Back in the day. I think it was just all polite. Yeah, very well done, George. Let's do this video thing. How much would George Goddard be worth these days? That goal's gone right. But the good thing is, and then of course you've got the new song for Porter, which is We've Got a Big. Yeah. He's up front. Um, And so the mood changed. Done well. Three and four, three and five. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That that sort of gladdens me to hear. I mean, I sort of knew that was going to be a song, but only if he. That's a cult hero song, that is. That's a a sort of Devon White. I'm not saying he's in the same Mm. mold, but I think, do you know, I said it on here at the time that the moment he sent that tweet was the moment I warmed to him because it showed me that he'd got passion and he wanted to do well here. I know it was out of order. You shouldn't really do that, but in the heat of the moment, just showed to me that he he was knocked off about not playing wanted yeah. to show everyone what he could do and I think you can't argue with that he's given a run and he's 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 uh, done the business so good on him him and um, Washington would be quite an interesting partnership as it would be if we signed Bamford which is the latest streamer doing the rounds as well what do we think on that journalists amongst us what are we saying about Bamford well he's proven that he can score goals at that level last season for Middlesbrough he scored I can't remember exactly mm. how many I think he scored 19 and then in the playoff final he was kind of injured coming back from injury didn't really play very well but I don't see any harm in signing him it would be a good move for us didn't he score against us uh, we had a behind closed door friendly didn't we against Chelsea uh, yesterday or no, day before I thought we lost 5-0 I'm pretty sure that was the uh, result but I, I thought he played he, in the playoff final against us I'll check he? that while we're on Yes, sure he came he on right at the end, yeah. Which yeah. is a great time for us. I'll check that and come back to you. I do, well, I, the shots, uh, sorry, the stats from the first half at Rotherham, they had 13 shots to our three, one nil on target, five corners to our one. Um, and by all accounts, they were bossing it. So, you know, whatever happened in the second half, whether Jimmy's, you know, 
delivered a fine bit of prose and got them all going I don't know but well that's the good thing about having a solid defence where Hasselbank sets teams up to kind of not first of all not concede so even if, if you are uh, battered in the first half you're still nil-nil and you've got a chance yeah. I, I think the difference is it's playing Ned and Gareth together um, you know I said Gareth I'm thinking Ian's but funny I was thinking hang on hang on and we were all looking at each yeah, other yeah. Gareth yeah. I was listening to the Ainsworth interview earlier on which I, I want to talk about which is brilliant by the way it was in my head to mention the podcast no Grant that's going to be Grant Hall Grant Hall that's going yeah. to that's me getting slaughtered into or Hawley as we're all supposed anyway, to call him they, them two together they've got to keep them together because you've got to get a partnership going and they actually suit each other so well yeah, and you know, I, I think whatever happens to fullbacks, keep them two together. Oh, They're also our two best centre backs at the club. So yeah. here's an idea: why don't we play our two best centre backs well, at the club? So Stop the that craziness! <laughs> the, the whole reason that it was broken up was 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 because the chief was shunted out to right back, and you know, by the which he's not good at fifteenth manager, whatever it is, and everyone knows that he can't play right back. Yeah, or or he can, but not just not that. Also, good. it's going to be weird that in the, the year of everyone talks about QPR big signings the money we've wasted or the, our, our player of the year is probably going to be a free transfer signing from Tottenham mm. that, that takes us back that makes us a little bit more grounded yeah got to give Chris Ramsey credit for that because he worked with him at Spurs so you yeah. obviously knew him and if he wasn't in charge at that time we probably wouldn't have signed him yeah. um, saw Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank said today um, he wants a British core British spine or something like that through the club and the, through the team I beg your pardon British backbone British backbone <laughs> and that whilst it wouldn't preclude us signing the right foreign you know a foreign player it would have to be the right foreigners and that he wants to base it on British players which is somewhat of a departure from the last two or three managers um, and definitely the approach of the club in the last few years because we have signed some uh, we just well we know all about the kind of horrors of signing the likes of um, what's his name the chap from United uh, oh, South Korean uh, which exactly which which actually is not so much to do with them being foreign is more to do with them I suppose being oh I don't know but what I guess I I'm getting to is what do we think of that I think that's good because uh, Fernandez, all the people he's employed if you just take Chris Ramsey out of that equation for a minute Mark Hughes, uh, Harry Redknapp, and even Hasselbank himself, he's gone for people that he thinks can attract the best players to the club because they've had distinguished careers, whether it's a, as a player or a manager. And even when he did employ Chris Ramsey, they put a clause in there saying that they'd keep him when they got rid of him. So they kind of almost half expected him to go anyway. But to hear a manager like Hasselbank, who's a big name, to say you know he's not necessarily fussed about signing the big players from abroad and he, not, he must have like, good contacts abroad because he's from the Netherlands and he's worked in Belgium as a manager mm. I think that's a good thing it's good to get players in who understand the culture of English football and well, already you've got quite it. a hall it, it's a bit of a nonsense when they say British players because that isn't what they mean no. they mean British players who understand British football yeah. that would be you sign Vincent Company? yes of course you would he's a British player if, if you see what I mean he's Belgian but he understands be- like perfectly the whole British system British culture and how you play football and there's tons of other foreign players so it's all a bit it's a bit clumsily worded but I guess what he means th- is someone that understands the league personally I don't give a rat's arse where they come from as long as they give a shit about the football club and want to take the club forward and buy into the philosophy which is more important than anything I think that's what he really is trying to say yeah. we don't want he can't say mercenaries players on the way down so he's trying to be 
creative with his talk. I take that as he because I mean you got there's plenty of British mercenaries. Absolutely, but Jermaine Pennant signed for a club in Singapore <laughs> yesterday <laughs> in an unrelated development. <laughs> and and the signing on fee was at Hyundai, <laughs> new Hyundai. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> was it? Really? Yeah. Uh, let's give it a few old bangers in a time. <laughs> Um, okay. <coughs> they're, they're all bangers, of course. So I don't want to get sued. Have we done uh, Rotherham? Yes, we have. No, okay. uh, there was one. So, there was one. Um, if I can find, if I can find it very quickly. You, you find it. I'm just yeah. going to talk about these chunky nets that we've got on display here, which, of course, people who Did you are say nets, chunky nets. That's what they call these big jumpers. Minus three and four. Finney, and Finney and Mendes are sporting a good couple of um, chunky nets here. You, you do, you're doing yourselves proud, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have I filled enough time yeah, for you to you find have, that, Chris? You have good. Been, yeah. That was excellent. Thanks. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, no, there, there's just a couple of things I saw via the message boards. Um, one from the QPR player commentary in that game. Uh, they said, it seems strange to say, but the QPR players are running about with vigour. Um, <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, what do we make of the goalie situation? It's odd, isn't it? Because we're now talking about allegedly swapping McCarthy for Green, which is weird. Um, I, I thought he'd done well Saturday. He, he, he didn't do anything wrong. And to be fair, the young lad... Didn't do much wrong when he came between the sticks as well. So, I mean, to be fair, both are doing okay. I think, why not keep the two we've got, get through the season, and then you're going to have a, hopefully develop a good number one, and then Lumley can learn. But, yeah, but the club are faced with that conundrum of Green, where he's on big wages, and he's played 30 games. And Green. If, if he plays another five, then automatically he gets a new contract. On In that those case, same don't, wages. Play. don't play him. The don't. margins are not as tight in this league as they are in the Premier League that you need like like it matters you know if you're Chelsea sorry to bring this example Czech last season amazing goalie Courtois amazing goalie but Courtois marginally better so you play Courtois I don't think you need to make that calculation in the Premier League in the Championship they're all goalies of a reasonable good standard and Smithies is a good goalie it's not going to be worth 10 more points playing green in a season over Smithies. So for that reason, I would be with you and, mm. and play Smithies. And also, you could ask anyone to do their championship team of the season so far. No one would put green in it because he hasn't been the best goalkeeper in the league. It's sad, Rick. When he came on the podcast, he was all right. I mean, I think as a person, he's all right. Well, he, we're good yeah, on the he, podcast, but we're not very good at football. Well, speak for yourself. I'm not, yeah, I'm not having <laughs> a go I'm not good at either. I'm not having a go at him. He, he, no, 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 I'm sure he'd agree that he hasn't been the best goalkeeper in, in the league this season as well. I just, mm. I just think he wants away. Clearly he wants away. I think he's had enough. I mean, there's only so many times you can hook your back, pick the ball at the back of the net like he did last season. Perhaps he <laughs> wants to go on to other things. I was surprised he didn't join West Ham. I'll be even more surprised he doesn't join Bournemouth before the end of the transfer window. You've heard it here first. Not that I know anything. in the know. Absolutely. Jeez, I'm the last person in the know. Yeah. I know nothing. I don't even know my own name. Oh, I, big know I think I said oh, the best called you're, you're coming across to someone very in the know there. No, I'm just I saying. I'd love to give you an OBE. If I was Bournemouth, I would go yeah. for it because their goal situation, that's all. all right, I don't know sure, anything. Sure. I don't even know what our centre-back's called. <laughs> Gareth? Um, I'll right. just check that Patrick Bamford factor. Yeah, he did score twice against us. Uh, Is he as good as Gary Innsworth? <laughs> yeah. Oh what in this friendly Behind the closed doors friendly. Yeah and Charlie Masonda Who's also apparently A target for us He scored as well This under 21s we can't, I hope we're not judging People to score against us Because that could be fatal <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's true I do also think um, Sorry we haven't got there yet But with the, with the new signing <laughs> With the new signing We're talking about Hasselbank And people getting managed on board Austin, yeah. That can attract people To the club And uh, our new signing Washington mentioned The fact that Hasselbank Played a huge part In him joining mm. And if we did have Ramsey or someone else in charge 
at the time maybe he would have joined somewhere else there was talk of 10 other championship clubs being interested in him mm. so. but I, th- I think the other thing is that you can, you can apparently he's, he's going to declare for Northern Ireland and go to the Euros yeah. interesting but the thing is okay. he's hungry he's on the up he's, a, he's got who pace. are the other Northern Ireland striking options um, your man your man and your man <laughs> no um, it'll be Cal Lafferty who doesn't play for Norwich these days very okay. much and then we've got Will Gregg who I think is knocking around there's um, McGuinness who's playing in Scotland there's uh, Boyd who's playing mm, in Scotland slim pickings isn't it alright we're not exactly England it's all about the teamwork though isn't it yeah okay. got the team spirit I have to was it Greece who you beat in that final qualifier it was Greece yeah yeah, yeah. that was an amazing game I have to say that yeah, the atmosphere was, was amazing that anyway. reminded me of Loftus Road of the Oldham game the two were very similar in atmosphere yeah. but for League 2 which is no offence but for League 2 to beat Greece was incredible <laughs> sorry League right two, yeah. let's get on to um, <laughs> Charlie Austin what have you won I did enjoy that game I, watched that. I enjoyed that game I watched it right sorry, Charlie Fair. Austin there are two things we need to cover first of all gentlemen your tributes to Charlie Austin for um, his efforts for the last two and a half years and reflections on that and second of all, the manner in which he's left, the fee, what we think of that, all the rest of it. Where would you like to start? Well, I was, I'm a bit younger than all of you. and You quite enjoyed that, did you? Yeah. So when I first started watching QPR, Les Ferdinand was banging the goals in. And Charlie Austin is probably the best striker I've seen live at QPR since Gallen and, since Gallen and Les Ferdinand, since those days. Spencer? Spencer, yeah, he, he did well for us as well. But, I think um, he's a better finisher than all of them. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, and it just seemed like so long. We seemed to sign players who'd done quite well for other clubs, but they never really did it for QPR. So it was, it was great to have someone join the club for, at the time, relatively a good value um, and just really do well in the Premier League. It's, it's rare that you'd sign someone uh, for £4 million and then they score 18 goals in the Premier League. And Southampton have just done it as well. Is that what we signed them for? Yeah, exactly yeah. the same fee. Yeah, that was a very good. I thought we started with three point five, but you may well be right, Chris, because you work in media and I drive a van, so I'm going to bow to your excellence. Oh, um, yeah, I hope I remember that right. Yeah. Yes, the thing about Charlie Austin is he he is like Bannister. He is a natural finisher. He's a bit so with Spencer. But one thing about him as well is that he always looked like he enjoyed playing for us. You know, I don't. And the role that um, Redknapp gave him, which is to play along by himself, he absolutely busted a gut every game. People forget that. For basically a strike, that's a hard role. But for someone like him, that was murder. And he did well. He never complained, got on with it. He never started the club off. He goes head held high, as far as I'm concerned. The fee is a wee bit ridiculous, but what can you do? It is what it is. We just got to crack on. I I, I agree. Um, best finisher I have seen in my time since supporting QPR, and that is not to diminish how good a striker the likes of Les Ferdinand was and Kevin Gallen and Gary Bannister and John Byrne and, and mm. other strikers that I've seen but they had a very different type of game and different qualities you g- gave Penrose. him the ball Gary Penrice you, g- you gave him the ball at his feet Charlie Austin and there was an even money chance that he would stick mm. it in the back of the net with either feet or with his head well, yeah, although if you put the ball at his feet you wouldn't score <laughs> his head um, I agree he goes with his head held high mm. he he will score a goal every other game wherever he plays throughout his career he's kind of just one of those steady headers you give him that ball and he'll score and the thing unless he plays in goal unless he plays in goal but even then he would probably score a goal every (laughs) third game he improved a lot he really worked hard on his game last season in particular Mm. because I guess probably at the start of the Premier League season he was very much like a Gary Lineker type player in that in and around the box would score not a lot else 
Mm. He really worked hard. He got quite a lot of assists last year, and I know this because he was in my fantasy league team. He'd set, he'd set up quite a lot of goals. He'd stick a few crosses in, and he'd worked hard. He'd help trap back. It's an absolute outrage, the fee that we've got for him, and it's an absolute outrage the circumstances which have led to it. And the club needs to have a good, long look at themselves because it's them that screwed it up. Mm. No doubt about it. And when they screwed it up was that summer we got promoted. Because if someone scored... What did he score in the championship? 19 goals. 19 goals. He was injured for a bit. With two years left. What are you thinking? I'm sorry, this isn't wise being after the event. What are you thinking? Get that guy on a longer contract than two years. Because what might happen is he might have a good season in the Premier League and then he's only got a year on his contract and then he's got you by the balls. And so that came to pass. Do you think they tried to? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they did try as far as I I know. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, etc, etc. I mean, if he didn't want to sign... Then I suppose the yeah the, the alternative then is if he doesn't want to sign then you sell it. Well, after you? the playoff final, you don't think Charlie Austin would have signed well, a new three or four year deal after the playoff. That's final. what was that's what was put out. That's what I heard that the, he was offered a new deal but he didn't sign it. Um, so whether that's true, I don't know. But I agree, of course. You know, and, and if, if if you don't sign a deal, then maybe you sell him. Maybe you cash in and you get twenty million mm. for him or whatever. I can't see how you can't go in the the euphoria after that game. And sit him down on, on, on the Monday and, and just sit there and go, you know what, Charlie, how good was that? Well, well everyone's attention at the time was get Zamora back because he just scored the winner, you know. Well, Tarori, his contract was finished. Tarori got a deal as well, didn't he? Um, but, well, you know, you, years, you, yeah. you, you sort of look at it and you think, yeah, I agree with you, but also this, but I would disagree a wee bit because this season, clubs were bidding for him. I don't care what anyone says, there was bids made for him. Um, but it was at, 15 million in some No, no, no Because he's got a year left of his contract But the, what the club I heard he didn't want to go But the club should have said to him Are you going to sign a contract? No, we're bringing the fee down to 8 million Let's be realistic You know, whether we like it or not That would have been realistic And not a bad deal 4 million Southampton have got the absolute bargain of the decade Without a shadow But Southampton, that area that Means a lot to him And that's probably why he decided to go Rather than sit well, I think, out I think he Yeah, he held out I think he could have gone In the summer as we know And I... I there's, there's, I mean, there's. I thought Leicester put a twelve million pound bed in. That was the chat. But then someone else has said that that wasn't, that wasn't confirmed. Apparently, Palace were in for him, but for various reasons, he Newcastle. Um, but he didn't, he didn't want to go. It was the move wasn't right for him. And I said at the time, I don't really blame him. I mean, the benefit of hindsight is wonderful. You know, with the benefit of hindsight, we should probably have kept Zamora because he's banging him in for Brighton at the moment. <laughs> you know, um, and I, I think you know. The, the, the thing that really knocked me off this though was when he said live on TV I'm definitely not going anywhere this summer and I put 20 quid on him to be championship top scorer so next time <laughs> I see you Charlie it's your round mate cause, uh, well, I, I blame myself because when, when we you did blame yourself when we did the wedding and right. we got the, the this is Funky Flowers supplied the flowers yeah, yeah, for yeah. his wedding I don't like to brag for those who don't know I should have sneaked something on funkyflowers.com funkyflowerevents.co.uk oh sorry um, anyway so we, we, could, we should have put something underneath got the say Charlie you couldn't just sign this for us mate and then had him for 10 years yeah. so I were you like a kid in a sweet shop at his wedding a little bit you have to behave yourself you did no that was did fine you have Liz? I was very did you have your good lady wife telling you to behave did you do a knee, knee slide on the dance floor no, no, no. I, I, f- he wasn't a guest. Oh, right. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wasn't a guest. Oh, well, never mind. No, it was, it was all right, actually. It was fine. I was very professional, as we are for every What did he have? Flowers. Yeah, what What arrangement? Big ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can see it He all. just drives the van. If you go on to... 
www.funkyfloorevents.co.uk you can see Charlie Austin's wedding for yourself and that way I don't have to explain and ruin it and do a spoiler Oh, brownie points for Forrest up on Tuesday the security, the security guard on the driveway was a wee bit kind of complex because the fans got all of the QPR stuff on it and he's like stalker I guess right, no, right, right. which is fair enough I think so yeah um, sad to see him go I think he obviously called the shots throughout this oh, I, I had heard not, not um, pardon the pun I had not substantiated but I had heard that he was the catalyst for the whole um, Saido Berahino fallout from West Brom because that was lined up Berahino was lined up to go to Spurs and threw his toys out the pram when he didn't and the reason why that fell through was because Charlie Austin turned down going to West Brom Therefore, uh, not allowing sense, Berahino yeah. to go. I have no idea if that's true or not. Just yeah. sort of that's something that I heard. That would make sense. But I mean, staying so on, just right. on the on the, we've talked about what a great you know player he is, and you know, one of the best we've had since. First. I mean, I, I, I've, I've, it felt like a death in the family. To, you know, when I found, even though I knew it had been coming for ages, just really, really got me when I found it had gone. It sort of came out the blue because I thought, you know, when he said he was going to stay, that you know he was going to stay and. Blah 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 blah, um, and I, I just want to say he's—I just think he's been great on and off the pitch. I mean, he, 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 let's face it, eighteen goals in a not very good team, in fact, a, a bad team in the Premier League mm-hmm. um, is a bloody good return. He was on seven goals in no, like, ten, eleven games Championship this season. I think he got more. He got ten and fifteen, did he? Ten and sixteen. He got ten. Yeah, he's got did, ten Championship. Mm, yeah. I don't know how many games he's played. That's as old as as good as my Gareth mix Yes Carry on uh, Um, Thank you for getting me out of jail Yeah (laughs) Thanks Pete Um, But no I just No he was great You know the family days um, He was the most Player in demand Everyone wanted a picture Everyone wanted an autograph And everyone got one He stayed right till the end Went Mm. around every single person And he didn't need to do that He could have Made an excuse You know Cleared off But I've, I've got to say Yeah I was very impressed with him all round, I'm very sorry to see him go, but good luck, uh, and I'm just glad that we don't have to come up against him this season because I know he'll do what Ferdinand did to us and like banging mm. a hat trick or something. There's tears in my house on uh, Saturday. Well, okay, were well, you all right? Did you did your wife <laughs> sit you down? You have to, you, you no, have a heart after the announcement. Sorry, you have a heart. I ha- not tears from me. <laughs> no, oh, good, no tears from a six-year-old that, 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 that um, <laughs> yes. Charlie was going. I remember. I remember how you know. I used to get upset about stuff like. That. I remember when Andy Sinton got sold to Sheffield Wednesday, and mm. I was inconsolable yeah. for a day. For two point five million, if I remember right. Two point seven five million. Yeah. you remember it well. Don't <laughs> yeah. You? The only sad thing uh, from me, and this isn't Charlie's fault at all, is that he got called up for the England squad and for a friendly against two friend two games. One friendly against Slovenia, Ireland. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Slovenia, and then and then the friendly against Ireland, which was the most pointless game. And he never and he never got brought on. And it would have mm. been a, it would have been great to have a QPR player representing representing England. God mm. knows when the next one's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see whether he makes the Southampton squad this weekend after after four weeks out with a or three weeks out with a hamstring injury. I have a sneaky suspicion he may well do. Mm. But I think he could get in the Euro squad. But to be fair, Hodgson's such an idiot he probably wouldn't pick him anyway. Mm. But he's to me he should be he should have been given the proper go because he can still play for somebody else like Northern Ireland if he wants to. Well, the rumor is that QPR. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are so desperate. He could. How? How though? Well, because because you did his flowers. Uh, how, how would he get in their team though? I'll, I'll, I'll doctor it. Austin and Washington up front for uh, the island. Uh, but yeah. Northern, Northern. Well, I'm glad we yeah, signed. Let's Northern. move on to Washington, yeah. who we clearly signed because um, with the departure of ah, Austin. Before we do that, we can need... we ask a stupid question? Yeah. Sorry, what is your favourite Charlie Austin moment? 
Hat trick was against West Brom, wasn't it? Hat trick against West Brom because yeah. we were two 0 down in that game. Yes. We came back to win it, and do you know, oh, I don't even know if I can actually remember the goals. I don't think they were particularly spectacular, but it was the pride in a QPR player scoring a hat trick in the Premier League, which had not happened for twenty years, for a long, long time. I think since Les, Les, I think Les was yeah, the last he was. one to get a hat trick, and that's when I thought this guy is is the real. Deal. No, I, I've got three. Uh, the first one is when he uh, scored against Southampton away because it was an amazing goal. Ah, the second right. one is when he scored against Chelsea away because he scored against Chelsea away, and it was a, another good goal, a little flick. And the third one was when he threw John Terry on the floor when we played Chelsea <laughs> at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yours, Paul? He just nicked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he nicked mine as well. <laughs> oh, right, off we go then. A, um, I, uh, thinking quickly after that. <laughs> Bastard. Your favourite Charlie Austin moment is his wedding. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And also, my second favourite Charlie Austin moment, actually, recently was the, the, the last schools he scored for us because it, they, were, they were very decent and he did Brighton. Yeah. And he, he dug us. He, that could be one of the parts where we turned the corner somewhat. And I can't believe you mentioned Chelsea because I, oh, I was going to do that one. Chris? Chris? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I was going to mention both those Chelsea ones. So, um, I, I, he did enjoy that Chelsea goal, though, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, very much so. And the hat-trick. So, yeah, um, that's the, the perils of going last, uh, as they find on Pointless sometimes, which you regularly co-host, as we know. Don't get this. For anyone that doesn't listen regularly, Chris thinks I look like the guy off Pointless. I don't know about look. It's just, Richard I think, Osman, sound, maybe. Yeah. Richard Osman. But then people I think I look it. like Martin O'Neill. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, know. I think it's more Martin O'Neill today. looks like you. I think pointless more describes you. But thank you, Charlie. Thank yes, you, Charlie Austin. Indeed. And thank you. And don't school when you come back. Just wave. And one thing, I mean, when he put his message out on Twitter saying thanks, had some good times. I scrolled down it. There must have been 150 replies. There was not one on there trolling right. him and yeah. saying you this or that. Everyone was just saying thanks a lot and good luck. Even so my even my play. even my daughter follows him because she loves his dog. The little pug he's got. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. And so from Austin. Uh, Austin goes uh, a short hop, yeah, to Washington. Um, oh, presumably, we've signed him for reasons very other good. than he has the, a name of an American. I saw you joke actually on Twitter. That's Did one you of like the, it? It actually made me laugh, which is the first time ever. Ding 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 ding. Seriously, well done, uh, you. What do we know about Washington? Well, I know quite a bit, but I'm going to let you talk first, as I've uh, my mate who's a Peterborough United season ticket holder has uh, given me the lowdown. Well, when do you go first then? Say again? When do you go first? I am going first. Well, I'm just trying to find well, it on messages. paper, the guy <laughs> ticks a lot of boxes. Young, British, um, in form, not uh, inexpensive. Let's Brilliant say. name. Good name. The right template for the sort of player. I should have just had the idea. Could you imagine if QPR decided, could you know we say in part we decided to go for Korea? America, Washington, eh? eh? Sorry, you lost me. What? Oh, I try to do it all the time. Why don't we market ourselves to Washington DC? You know, QPR, forget Park, forget Asia. Let's go for Washington. Go for America. <laughs> yeah, let's control. Uh, let's let's go to the White House. Get him in the White House. Wear hoops. Uh, sounds uh, like uh, you want a job in QPR's marketing department. Yes, <laughs> I think they'd sack me rather quickly. <laughs> Chris. Yes, I thought that was all right. Why not? I'm still. <laughs> I've lost it. Okay. Hang on. I mean, let's Other Chris. Up. Chris Mendes. Well, well actually, think about it. Sorry. That means we've now had Houston, Washington, and Austin. Yeah. 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 Have so we had a player? Yeah. Yeah. Manager. 
Well, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. supposed to be managed, but Bruce Rick was really good. Anyway, sorry, Chris, go on. Uh, I haven't seen a great deal of him, to be honest. I've seen some highlights of him scoring goals, but Adrian Durham, who's a talk sport presenter, is a big Peterborough fan. He's been tweeting about him. He said, you know, if someone had told him in the summer that um, they'd get 2.5 million for him, he'd laugh. He'd have laughed, but he's sad to see him go. And then he sent another tweet, and that kind of made it seem like, oh, maybe he's not that good. But Hang on, he would have laughed because he was showing no signs no, because, that he would be worth that much. Exactly, yeah. But mm. since then, he said, you know, the difference. Graham Wesley, who's the Peterborough manager, has made yeah. to Connor Washington in four months is remarkable. Pro- proper coaching. Good luck to Connor. God, he's gone. And actually, Graham Wesley, their manager, looked him up, and he had his youth career for four years. He was at QPR as a youth player, but mm. never made an appearance and moved on. So I, I have a oh. slight. Not concern, but Charlie Austin, when he joined us, was proven. He had been at, Sh- at Swindon and scored a lot of goals over whatever it was, one or two seasons. Had been at Burnley, scored a lot of goals. This guy has scored, has been hot for three months. Yeah, yeah he's got 15 goals But this, not this much season. before that. No, this is I finally, <laughs> finally got to it. Um, my mate Andrew Tate, who's a season ticket holder for Peterborough, says, I guess you know his history, he played UCL football for St Ives four years ago, uh, that's United Counties League, which is which is way mm. down the pyramid. Then he went to Newport, this was his third year with Peterborough. Uh, the first two years he worked hard but looked very average. It's only been since Wesley took over that he's looked a class act. Definitely a confidence player, he's quick, loves to get one-on-one with defenders, looks likely to go to the Euros with Northern Ireland. <laughs> Paul's got his hand up. Um, their manager has been watching him a lot and, and, and told the local press he likes him. With the right service, you've got yourself a good striker. Mm. Okay. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Craig McCall Smith with his 100% attitude, not scared to roll his sleeves up and dig in for the team. So on that evidence, that sounds that sounds all right. And he, he said he's going he's, he's gonna to really miss him. Um, uh, he was confident for motion with him in the side. So... Um, yeah, and, and also he's a former postman yeah so let's hope so he, he delivers, delivers. Hey. I can't believe he's done that and, and right. now he's waiting for other people to deliver to him in the box <laughs> hey yeah. but the thing is yeah, yeah. let's just go past that but the thing is um, he's, he's, he's been signed sealed and delivered which is the main thing um, that was even worse I can't believe he did that I'm going to shoot myself now yeah. the thing about him is he's, he's what we were said at the start of the season we wanted QPR we wanted some of these players to come through you know the likes of the new Les Ferdinand's Unpolished gems we can get from the lower leagues, and and they had these sentences as well that you mentioned, mm. like like Ferdinand, him, the Bardsleys, you know these sort of players you can get, which is what QPR did for twenty thirty years and did really well at, you know, Stan Balls coming down. So I think it's brilliant that we're actually going back to basics a wee bit and getting these sort of players from the, and actually taking a punt on them rather than just getting someone else's cast off who's just going to come for a payday. But isn't this what we did at the beginning of the season and now a lot like Blen, Blen, Ben Gladwin apparently was going to be you know given all the help he needed and was mm. going to be blooded and put into the team. He's gone out again on loan to Coventry, hasn't he? Well, I think Gladwin was part of the uh, Luongo deal and I think they, it was kind of like a joint deal and right, I think okay. Luongo is the one they wanted but maybe they he had played to get really both well, Saturday. I'd like to see him in full and play together yeah. uh, but why would Swindon want to lose, it, lose him I know he got loaned back to them didn't he Gladwin but. well if, maybe Luongo had a, a big sell on fee or I don't know they had to play it around a bit I know exactly why they, but I can't say I said a lot of people why yeah. anyway, on. but Washington it is a lot of money for someone who, who hasn't played at championship level yet but equally you can't really blame the club for that because if they hadn't signed him someone else in the championship would have paid that money and then in a year or two from now we'd be looking at it possibly and saying oh that was stupid we didn't sign him it's a good deal it's, it's, he's hungry let's face it it's, it's exactly what we want and picking a number nine shirt if he's picked that himself and knowing the boots he's got to fill 
Fair play to him. He can't knock the fella for confidence. Do we need more? So we've got him, Seb Poulter. Jet. Jet. Well, he doesn't fancy Jet, does he, clearly? Cox. Or, or Gregor Cox. Yeah, Gregor yeah. Cox. Got, who else have we got? Uh, yeah, Gregor to, Cox another is, reason. is... is You have him as someone on top of what you've got in the hope that he can break through. Petrasso? Who actually, I think, could be a good player, given time and encouragement. You have you to know. trust Hasselbank's judgment on strikers, though, obviously. Well, yeah, you know. And, he, and actually, Washington scored two goals against his Burton team back in November. They, they lost a he rare, knows him. rare defeat for Burton. They lost 3-0 at home to Peterborough, and, and Washington scored two of those goals. Burton knowledge. Um, but the thing is, the fans <laughs> have to be patient. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing is, but don't, the, the, the main thing is, the fans have to be patient and give them time. There's a wee bit of arguments on Twitter and sometimes I can be guilty of as well where everyone's saying our fans are too quick to jump people's backs and I'm always defending the fans because obviously I am one um, and I think that we should give him time mm. we can't if he has a, 10 games he doesn't score get off his back leave him alone encourage QPR him QPR always ha- we always have time they are a club that gives people That's time why I think so, long as, so long as enough time is 7 games <laughs> or seven minutes. Of, no, I, I don't think we're that. Are we that bad? Are we really? By the way, where are where's the expectationsometer at the moment as Mid-tables far as QPR are concerned? So are we are we um, we thinking? You know how the the club changes yeah, exactly. this every three weeks. One win now. Though. Are we now going on. to get promoted? We, are we, we, we expecting won, to? We won Saturday, so I think they've asked Hasselbank for Champions League football next season. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I hope. I've, I mean, having. Uh, Disastrously got Austin's figures. I've still been trying to check those, but I haven't uh, had any success. It's all the important Doesn't matter. You know what will happen? We'll finish recording, and Chris will say, Oh, will you take out that bit where (laughs) I said he got seven goals for us this year? Doesn't matter, Chris. I can play his names wrong again. No, 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 but I know. He called someone Gareth. Yeah, we we think it was Grant Hall, but we don't know. Could have been yeah. anyone. Yeah, you're you're making too much. I'm just saying. I know, but I was just going to give you another figure. That was all. Go it was. on, uh, come but, on. But my maths might be wrong on this one. But the fee is supposed to be just under three million, two point eight million, right? The Peterborough chairman says that Newport will get nearly seven figures because they've got a twenty percent sell-on clause. But twenty percent of 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 uh, three and a half million. Three million doesn't come to it's nearly seven, seven figures. Seven hundred really grand, isn't it? So somebody somewhere is telling porkies or hasn't managed to add them. I mean, I'm no Carol Borderman, but well, there I think that uh, is there way are, there good are, retro reference. Yeah. There really for maths good. knowledge. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm sure they've got a few. She hasn't done countdown for probably a decade. It's yeah. good. The new one's quite nice as well. Rachel Riley. Ah, okay. I'm sure they've got a few add-ons, and in Charlie Austin's contract, apparently. There are a few more add-ons where QPR get 500 grand if he scores 12 goals for Southampton this season, okay. and another 500 grand if he gets into the England squad for the Euros. Okay. Is it England or any squad for the Euros? <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, Paul. Yeah, he's Let it go. he's, he's it go. got a Portuguese granny, hopefully. <laughs> sell, sell, sell for Ostino. you. Ostino. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, we are probably at the R's end. I would have thought. Um, I'm going to start just whilst we've been talking. The whole Washington-Austin thing got me thinking um, about QPR players with American place names. So I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of put it out there, a bit of fun on Twitter, whatever, who can think of. Whilst we've been talking, I've got San Jose Basingua. Ah, uh, right. Oh, I see you going down that road. And I, I, I Los Angeles. Um, yeah. So anyone else... He could do Any better. other QPR players, managers, coaching staff that has a name, that, that shares a name with an American place, city, town, state, 
like Charlie Austin, like Connor Washington, mm-hmm. let me know for no other reason. Did you set the bar deliberately low? That I, then I didn't have a, an Oz end. Okay. I'll just, I'll just put a Rob Green card out there. I know it's not a state. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Green card. That's good. Very good. Very good. Now That's... you're all thinking, but we are recording, so we need to carry on. Oh, no. I, I, uh... Right. Oz end. Stop thinking of American places and states. <laughs> There's going to be a reference to Philadelphia though somewhere, hasn't there? Uh, uh, yeah, if you can think of. I uh, mean, let's face it, f- you, Philadelphia Parks. Yeah, Philadelphia yeah. Parks. There you go. You, you could you could um, say that some of our squads that got relegated have been in Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Please, this is boring to for, for Cent- people to listen whilst we are thinking of American puns. Central Parks. There you go. There you go. There you go. Right. Uh, ours end, Paul. It's not just a coffee shop in Friends. <laughs> no. no. It's a park in New York. I know, I'm just taking a piss. Go on. Um, first of all, I've got to say uh, happy birthday to young George Sharp. I think it was his birthday on Monday and he's in. And he's in Sharpie? The, yeah. And he, that's not American, David. <laughs> Sharpmeister. No, it's, it's, it's not. He's also... Well, I've, I've happy all, birthday, George. Yeah, I've also said that in um, half term you can come in and see how we record the podcast because he's a really <laughs> avid listener and he's really into it. Eight years old? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And he could be the youngest guest we've ever had on the podcast. Is there a that's younger the... listener than that? Does anybody have anyone younger? Well, I don't let my kids listen to it, so... My no. dog's six. Right. He doesn't count, does he? So, happy birthday, George Sharp. We look forward to seeing you in yeah, here. Right, de- what else? Definitely. And, um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I want to po- I've got to apologise to all the people who follow me on Twitter with my arguments for all big head. They're ridiculous, I know, and I'm thoroughly brushed myself down and I'm not going to get involved in any more arguments on Twitter with anyone at all. You've got to stop talking to yourself, Paul. Exactly. <laughs> look, I've turned over a new leaf and no more arguing on Twitter. Can I say something about this old big head guy? Go on. Just... Not just you, but everybody out there. There is a very simple way, if you don't like it, and to make it stop. Don't bother with trying to track down who it is and conjecture about who he is. Just ignore the guy. Just Mm. ignore the guy. If nobody engages, nobody follows, nobody talks, it will go away. So if you don't like it, just unfollow the guy. No, which is fine, but then when you are being slagged off and so is your business, it's not so clever. And I don't like that. Slag me off all day long, call me everything on the sun. What's he said then? I've um, really been following that much. Give, us, give it, us the headlines. It's, it's childish arguments, but it's kind uh, of it's dragging people's businesses into it and, and people's livelihoods, and that's what right. it's way beyond personal. So, what's the who is he then? This old big head? Or she? Or she? We don't know. Okay, it's, it's just someone who's who came around at the time of the falling case, who was actually very clued up so much so that a lot of journalists followed him. So it's clearly someone... Or I, her. Yeah, or her, sorry. Yeah. Who, 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 who has great inside knowledge of what goes on at QPR because no one else knew what they did at the time. Okay. And that kind of started the fall on case. So you track back through Twitter. But yeah, you're right. But anyway, all I'm saying is no more rows from me. I'm having a... You know you get dry January? <laughs> I, no, I'm going to have a dry row, yeah. I'm not going to argue with anyone. That includes Chelsea fans, Linfield fans, anybody. No more arguing from me on Twitter with anyone. I'm going to be... Really nice and pleasant. I'll give that until no swearing either. Monday week. Good Monday. That far. That <laughs> yeah, long. Actually, okay. Yeah, good luck. With about that. midnight, maybe. No, no, actually, swearing. You will have a row tonight before this podcast. <laughs> before anyone has listened to this podcast, you will have had a row with someone on yeah, Twitter. The swearing bit, I think, I might have gone a bit too far. Um, so I'm going to re- re- rephrase. You can't that. swear because George Sharp listens to us, and he's eight. I know, and I feel bad. Someone in the pub. Yeah, no, it's terrible, isn't it? I feel guilty now that an eight-year-old heard me swear so much. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, that's terrible. At least at Belfast, with time you were eight, you were swearing like a trooper while you were still drinking harp. Harp. <laughs> <laughs> Stay sharp to the bottom of the glass. Very good reference. Anyway, Thanks. the other thing is, on Saturday, can we please have some atmosphere back at the Rangers? Come on, people. Let's get some atmosphere back. It's been dead. It's been terrible. Come on, Let's get Rats down. That's the hat trick of uh, oh, reference. I, I really well, think because he sang a song called Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There you are. Seriously, Chris, you've, you you said last week so RZM was bad. You just absolutely mullered yourself. I, I no. think we should do the Chris's in alphabetical order, which means Chris Charles. Okay, that could completely can through me. That is. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, Daniel Dick Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that. That's very good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, see? Okay. It's not as hard, We're getting there. Send them in on Twitter at QPR Pod. Yeah. Secondly, okay, you sort of touched on this earlier, but at the moment we are 11 points from the playoff, 10 minutes from. Uh, 10 minutes? 10, 10 points from uh, above safety. So, and to be honest, I'd take that till the end of the season. That would do me at the moment. I think we've gone through this sort of plan A plan B plan Z before but it looks like we've arrived back at plan A which was where we were at the start of the season now they've realised we're not going up this could be a bit of a watershed moment hopefully offload a couple of players without leaving themselves too weak uh, in January pick up a couple more youngsters and then carry on to the end of the season then make a push next season uh, the second thing is I spoke to Stan Bowles' daughter last week and she asked me to pass on a uh, big thanks to everybody who uh, took part in that little raffle we did and gave out the prizes. Um, the whole family is really chuffed with the amount we raised, which is just under £400. And she also said the great man is, 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 is doing OK. He's, he's, he's quite happy and he's, you know, he, he's doing fine at the moment. So, so that's that. And, and talking to the, com- uh, the, the competition, there was somebody, I think he won a FIFA game whose uh, address we haven't got yet. So if that's yes. you, send it in. And it, and it was I have spo- emailed them. I was away at the time, and it was supposed to be two FIFA games. So <laughs> there was one person. We, we, I don't know if we've still got the names we can draw maybe next week, but uh, there could yeah. be another one heading out to somebody. Can, can I just add to Maybe my we'll give it to George when he comes can, can in. I just add, George yeah, yeah. Can I just add to my R's end of the show? You're going to have to know you've said that. Anyway, um, okay, it's yours, George. Good, 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 well, good, get well soon. And my close friend who's subscribed me at QPR, Adam Bamford, is having a bit of a rough time. But also as well, we're talking about American states. Does anyone... Re- I was talking to a mate about this the other day, and forgive me if I'm going mad. Does anyone remember Texan bars? Yes, from, from I do, yeah. yeah. Chew, chewy in the middle, yeah. Thank God for that, because oh, yeah. they, they convinced me that I'd completely gone insane, and I was talking absolute nonsense, no. and only available in Northern Ireland, like red lemonade and stuff. Okay, brilliant. Right. Yeah. Red lemonade! With the yeah. final um, R's end of the show, <laughs> just before I come to you, yeah. I have these three words to say. <laughs> You got to get your sugar wood. You're sacked. Do you want us to leave the room? No, no. <laughs> Robert Green Bay. <laughs> oh, this is better. Is that it? Green Bay. Yeah, no. Go on, Chris. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I want to say, like, this is a bit of an aside. A former QPR player. It's, not, it's nice to see Tom Carolina doing well for Spurs. <laughs> Very good. He's starting, Very to, good. starting to remind that's me. That's the winner. That is, that's the winner. He's starting yeah. to remind me more and more of Jerry San Francisco. Oh, <laughs> oh he's got it here. Yeah, he's got yeah, it here. Yeah, yeah. He's got it here. Yeah, okay, we might as well go home now then. Okay. Anything else yeah. to say, Paul? You've probably got some <laughs> some service that you need to thank someone for providing you with. Ridgewell Windows. Ridgewell Windows and Doors. Good QPR uh, fan. This can is I the just podcast say, week. Yes. Are you going to San Francisco? 
Stan. Very, yeah, Francis. got it. Got this it. needs to stop. Um, by the way, everyone, get your arses down to Nottingham on, on, on Tuesday because the podcast crew are going, and we're going to win. I'm telling you, it will be. It will be Tuesday. We will win our first game at Forest on Tuesday. Our main name's not Patrick. <laughs> Okay, uh, thank you. We're back next Monday. Gabe, are you going to be here? Yeah, yeah. Sure? Are you, planning <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> You're not flying anywhere, are you? No, 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 no holidays books for the next couple. <laughs> right, thank you very much for listening. This has been Open All Hours, a QPR podcast. The QPR podcast is a West 12 media and verbal media production. The QPR podcast is sponsored by Florally Yours, based outside Harrow-on-the-Hill train station and run by Kerry, a QPR fan. They can supply everything you need in the way of fresh flowers and plants for every occasion. QPR, QPR, Rangers.